First, obviously, TCU, number four in the nation, Gary Patterson, with the, the program he runs there, a well-coached team, great schemes, great players, they, they do it all well. You know, it's, it's been the message to our kids, um, you know, for weeks now, that, that they're big 12 football players, too. They belong in this conference. They uh, they chose to come to Kansas to play in big 12 games and play against teams like TCU, and uh, we never set any limitations on ourselves. You know, that's the way I would expect our players to start anticipate playing every game. That, that, that's the expectations. They're here to play big 12 football, and that's what you do. You go out and you play, and you play well, and you compete every game, and, and that's what our, our players did. Unfortunately, couldn't get the win for the seniors, couldn't appreciate what they've done so much. Um, but, you know, we're continuing to continuing to do those things that, that, that I believe are going to be our foundation, what's going to create our identity. There were so many, so many big momentum-changing plays in this game today, and every time one of those happened, I would look over your bench and the, the, the whole team just seemed to be going nuts. You know, how into this game were they? How much did they fight in this game? They did. You know, I, I love our players' effort. I love their attitudes. It's been that way for weeks now. You know, we've, um, you know they've, they've created a culture amongst themselves where the teams you know, come together a lot tighter, a lot, you know, bonding together, things we've been doing. And, and, and you know, they, they've invested in doing the week. You know, we went out there from Sunday to Thursday in the bitter cold every day, you know, over two hours a day out there. They invested they invest the time, they prepared, and it hurts, you know, when, you, when they put that much into it. But at the same time, I'm saying they're starting to realize that, that when you're that truly invested and good things happen, the excitement comes with it. For the second straight game, this this passing attack looks like something we haven't seen for most of the season. You end up throwing it, and Michael throws for 332 yards and a couple of touchdowns in this game. Uh, how much has that aspect of this game come along for you guys here in the last few weeks? Well, obviously it is. You know, it's happening on all edges. You know, the, the offensive line is starting to protect better. Michael has really good pocket awareness back there, and those wide receivers continue. You know, and including Jamey, who you know just red hair has the most receiving yards for a tight end since 1974, most yards for a quarterback going since uh, Todd Reesing in 2009. I think they're all you know have, have a lot of confidence right now. They're, you know, Mike has confidence when he throws it up there. Nigel gets it. Jamey's making plays. Uh, uh, McKay's making plays. You know that. They're starting to develop some chemistry, and I believe it's a you know it's a result of um, you know, the way we practice, the way we prepared, and, and you know starting to show up. Because this this was the final home game, but still two more big road games coming up the rest of the season. How do you get the kids after such an emotional game like this back and ready to go for a big trip down to Oklahoma next weekend? You know I keep talking about it, and I, and I don't want to over, overstate it, but you know. We've, we've educated our guys that, that every week it starts with a process and we hit the reset button on Sunday night and we go to work on the next opponent and, and you know, preach to our kids that the little things during the course of the week that are going to give us a chance to win. You know, our, our guys, if, if you ever needed a resilient bunch, this, this group has proven it over and over through so many different uh, circumstances. I have no worries at all that, that we understand the process of, of Sunday night and we'll move on to Oklahoma. We'll have good preparation, preparation all week and uh, these guys will continue to play. Clint, did you feel from the start that your, your kids are ready to compete head-to-head with these guys or, or what? I did. I felt from Tuesday night when we went out there on a, on a day that felt like it was, sort of, I think they said the temperature was feel like 18, and our kids went out there dressed appropriately, um, not with a ton of clothes on, put in hard work on Tuesday in the cold, put in hard work on Wednesday, Thursday, um, followed the plan that we talk about all the time of preparing for Sunday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the days we win the game, and our, our guys worked extremely hard during the week, um, invested their, the time and energy into it, and you know they, they've established and learned a way to prepare for games, and, and I, I truly felt going into that game that we were both physically and mentally ready to go. With the size roster you guys have, you know, everyone just has to play with great toughness and hang with such a great team. 
did that toughness in your guys come from? Well, it, you know, it started from day one when, you know, Dr. Zinger and I talked about this thing, about we needed to create an identity of what Kansas football is going to be, and that's, that's the second thing we say over and over. We're going to play hard, and we're going to play physical and tough. And, and we preach it, we talk about it, we, we do things to emphasize it in practice, we work it, it's not just something that we, we say. We need to be a physical team, and, and our, our kids are understanding that. They're starting to play with that mentality, and that just needs to keep going and improving week after week. So much of what you do out there is, is obviously the process like you're talking about and just focusing on first down and this snap and that snap. But when things happen the way they happen, especially that first half, you know, a bounce here that goes your way, uh, uh, the, the catch that Nigel made where he tips it to himself twice, you start to think, man, maybe this is our day. We, we're, we're getting a little charmed right now. Well, you know, no, you just know that, that TCU is the number four team in the nation for a reason because they're really good. You know, we told our guys at halftime that really the, the – uh, the real part of the game starts in the second half, and, the, and, and beyond that, the real fight begins in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And so we, we knew we were bracing the, to have to go the whole game no matter what happened. You knew, you know, TCU, uh, uh, Coach Patterson knows what's going on. He knows how to, how to get his teams ready. So we talked about halftime. We knew it was going to be a four-quarter fight, and I believe our, our kids went out and battled, and, and you know, some of the plays just didn't come our way at the end. What was the message in the locker room after the game? Just that I want our players to understand that never to put limitations on themselves, that they're all here to play Big 12 football. That's what they're recruited to do. And no matter who you step on the field with, we're Big 12 football players just like TCU guys are Big 12 football players, and that's what's expected. You're expected to go out there and compete and play. Is that message difficult to deliver just based on how close you guys were to knocking them off? No, I just I want our guys to keep understanding that, that um, you know, as long as we keep working hard, stay together, Focus on the things that we can control and get better at them every single day. That, that you know, eventually that fourth quarter change will be in our favor. Uh, the the Jacory Shepard interception was called back for 12 men on the field. Uh, I believe TCU substituted, and then you have time to substitute. Is that the rule? I mean, what exactly happened? I believe that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a hurry up snap. They got on the ball and hurry up, and uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know that I'm, I'm not going that officiating thing, but um, yeah, they hurried up and caught us from 12. We, we, we thought we had a chance to substitute. We, we made our third down substitution package, and they snapped the ball. Did you see a flag? Or... I don't know that I did. Coach, the game was a lot of memorable individual plays, but nothing bigger than Nigel's catch. Yeah, you know, he continues to do that. That's, you know, I think that's going on about four weeks in a row, it seems like. Um, Nigel and, and, and Michael have hooked up on a, a big play. You know, he had, you know, obviously the one that he tipped, but he also had the one earlier in the game. Uh, we went up and strong-handed the thing and, and pulled it down on, on the, you know, the, their corner number 25. Uh, Nigel um, continues to compete, continues to make plays for us. Um, He's he's been a, a, a big positive for us for about four weeks in a row. On the radio interview, you mentioned uh, Jamey with the receiving group. What does he add to that that core of guys, and, and what made him so effective today? Well, you know, we talk about Jamey's a tough matchup. You know, he's a big big guy that can go out on the perimeter, runs good routes, has good hands. Obviously, you see, I mean, the guy's got some some athleticism. You know, that one run was was. Uh, 
been sort of amazing how many guys he made miss for a guy his size. And, uh, you know, to have the most uh, receiving yards by a tight end since 1974 on senior day, uh, you know, for, for Jamae, you know, couldn't be more proud of, of the effort what he's brought to our team. So you like to Darian Johnson was involved in a lot of plays against a really good line. How tough your kid is Love uh, to Darian's that that is what he is. He is the, the consummate show up work every single day. Um, you know, you, you get maximum effort, maximum toughness out of Tadarian nonstop and, and he did. You know, he's holding that nose down for us, um, in there playing physical and um, you know, thinks thinks he got a chance to scoop and score on that one, but um, you know, Tadarian is he's doing a nice job plugging up the middle for us. What's the name of the uh, crowd shaking your name the other day? I I didn't hear it. <laughs> Yeah, for the players. The first quarter field goal attempt that resulted in the TJ completed pass for the first down. What did you see from your vantage point? Well, you know our, our snapper, uh, snapper Riley Jeffers uh, does a nice job for us, and uh, you know that time I think with the cold, you know, baby did back there, kind of a little duck coming back. He fixed it, and I'll give him credit for that later. You know, kind of talked to him and said, hey, you know, you can snap this ball, get it done, and then he started firing the rest of them back. But that one there was a little wobbly. Um, TJ, you know, bobbled or whatever, and they had it. And uh, you know, it's something we work every Thursday. You know, bad snap, bad hold situation. You know, you know make the call to to, exit, to turn it into a, a pass and. Obviously, it's good to have a quarterback as your holder who can throw that ball, and, and TJ hit um, smiley on it, and it's good execution of a, of a busted play that, that you do work on for that reason. Cummings uh, looked like he banged up his arm again. Um, he scored on the rush, uh, so I want to tell Bowman up on the side. Were you concerned at that point that Mike Bowman had to deal with him? Yeah, we were. You know, I, um, I don't think it was injured any worse, but Mike was, you know, Mike's playing. Um, through some soreness and some things that, that hurt. Not, you know, um, obviously a tough young man that, that battles and goes out there and he's able to do that. Um, it's going to take a lot to get Mike out of the game. You might be take us through the play going after you got the fumble recovery at the 10, you got five yards on the first down, kind of what was going on there? I believe the, the second down play was the, the one to Nigel there. So I really thought we, uh, you know, I, I know the offensive guys felt that we had something on that play. Obviously got thrown over a little bit. Um, to be honest, I don't remember the third down after that. Option. Short side. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you know, they were um, obviously often the coaches at that time felt that we had something going in that part. But, um, you know, they, they uh, you know, TCU came up with a nice stop. There surely are going to be a bunch of things you look back on film and say, I wish we could have had that or that. But you get the fumble on the kickoff when you're up 27-17 and, and have it on their side and don't get any points out of that. I think that's one that cost you a little bit. You know, like I say, you know, those are those are games that, that everyone has to step up. You know, mm -hmm. they, they, we make a play, and you know, when you when you're you're playing a good team like that, you know, the ball's at the 50 yard line. That's not a guarantee against TCU sure. defense to, to take that down there. I mean, those guys have been one of the best defense in the nation for a long time for a reason. You know, those aren't guarantees. Their 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 kids went out and, and executed on that. And, you know, going back and forth, that's what, what both teams had to do. Both teams made plays. Both te defenses got stopped. Both defenses gave up points. Offenses moved. So you know. And, so it, it was. I think it was a a good flow of, of the game, and, mm -hmm. and really on all all both sides, you know, players made plays, and, and there was a lot of stuff happening. Did you get DeAndre back after this in the last two games? What does it mean for these next two coming up? Well, it, it's good. You know, Don, DeAndre's uh, obviously you know was a starter in the year for a reason because we feel he's one of our our better running backs. So anytime you bring a, another talented individual into the game, you know, and DeAndre has the ability to. 
to run it downhill, make people miss, and you know has a little bit of power to him. So um, you know, it's always just one more body in there that, that um, you know, with that core running backs to, to rest guys and change things up. Clint, they've been obviously putting up a lot of points on a lot of teams. Um, what were some of the keys coming in today that you really thought would help you guys have a chance, and how close were you to kind of executing the game exactly how you wanted it to go? Well, obviously the one key that you know that you, that you had to focus on was those guys was Trayvon Boykin uh, completing deep balls. You know, he has been very efficient throwing at the, the number one and number nine and just throwing it over the top of people. And, uh, you know, Dexter did a great job on the backside, uh, you know, on some, some deep balls throwing Dexter's way. Ja'Cory you know, gets the interception on a deep ball. Um, I, don't, I don't remember, you know, any balls just going over the top of us, which had been a trademark of what they had done. Um, you know, they, they quarterback... Um, although he had, you know, time in the pocket, a lot of that we were, he, you know, kind of kept him from scrambling around, getting a lot of yards, and I think we controlled the QB run game and and, uh, and the run game in general. Coach, uh, despite the outcome, if you offer a general comment coming from somebody who's so much invested in this program, just to see Kansas football, your guys play with such a feel a good time themselves tonight, and have so much passion and energy, maybe been a little bit lacking in recent years. Gratification for seeing that. Yeah, our, our, our players, and I can't give them enough credit, they, through this whole entire time, remained extremely positive, upbeat. They show up at work every day. It is the, the culture down there and what those guys are doing together and, and, and what they bring on a daily basis. It, it's, it really is. you got to give all the credit to those guys because they've been through so much with things and they just continue to work. And, uh, you know, that's, that's why... I, Kind of keep talking to them about is that, that guys, those are our expectations. You know, we're here to, to play at that level, and, and you know, we're, we're going to take a lot of work and a lot of effort, but they're putting it in and doing it, and, and we're starting to see those guys have some results. How about the senior day emotions? Uh, you think that benefited you and your team, and just overall, what was that like for you? Well, you know, I told those guys from the beginning that, that it's a day they'll always remember. You know, I remember you know, everyone that ever plays sports remembers their, their last game. Um, you know, we, we did a few things during the week to, um, you know, emphasize senior day because uh, we did want those guys to know how much they were appreciated. Um, and, yeah, it does. It, it, it gets emotional for them, especially, you know, we, we had a senior video in here. It was different than the one that you, you guys uh, were able to see. That, um, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a little bit of a tearjerker. And uh, we, we um, you know, have – Remarkable seniors in that class, and, and obviously they stepped up and um, you know provided leadership for us today and leadership during the course of the week, and, and they'll continue to provide, provide leadership for the next two weeks of our season. Clint, if someone told you that you were plus two in the turnover ratio, would you have thought this game turned out any differently? Uh, you know, obviously if you're plus two, you got a chance, and we had a chance. You know, it, it, it um, you know it's always a big indicator of the turnover battle, and, and you know. You know, they're they're an explosive team, so you know even a plus two wouldn't there be any guarantees. But um, you know, a plus two gives you a chance, and at four minutes to go in the game, we had a ball with a chance, so it's probably about right. How about the punt return that they took back? You know, obviously, fifteen's uh, dangerous back there. We knew he was dangerous back there. Um, you know, Pardue gets a hold of one uh, yeah. probably too much, uh, too much field to cover with the speed athlete, you know, with the, an athlete in space. And, you know, just um, that's what happens. You mentioned. How would you assess the defense? Three sacks, forcing fumbles, just the pressure and just being disruptive. You know, they're, they're a tough team to, to defend. We had to be uh, smart and, and choose our battles on, on what to try to take away at different times. I thought our, our players understood the plan well. I 
thought they executed the plan well. Um, you know, there were a few plays that, that we left out there that could have got us off the field on a couple drives, a third and 20. Um, I think was a huge play in the game that we should, you know, could have got off the field on. Uh, but they, they played hard. They did execute what we were trying to, to get done against that offense. And, um, you know, we're just a, a player or two away from, from, you know, maybe having a better day. Third and 20, they just find a hole in your zone? What did you see? They did. You know, they, they put a, you know, it was an empty formation, so they got five guys out on the play. And, um, you know, they hit that deep over route by the, the inside guy on, on three. And, you know, you know, 52 yards is a big area to cover, and we were in a zone, and, and there was a there was a gap there that, that we did get closed off, and you know it was you know it was one that they got in there on us. You said uh, looking at TC in the offseason, try and mimic what they do sometimes. Anything you see today at first glance, you guys might be able to use in the future? No, no, not that. That'll be that. There, I got to slow that thing down a few times. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that quick to learn that quick. I'm one of them. You know, hit rewind about 100 times, guys. Hey Clint, real quick though, you guys are the underdog and you have that fourth and six and you're down seven. Was there any thought at all to to, to going for that and seeing what you could do? No, because I was confident we could get another stop and get the, get the ball back. And I thought we could you know, finish the game with a stop and a touchdown.